Good evening, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Cousins for Christ, where we're just three cousins who like to get together and talk about Christ. Well, gentlemen, we've got another good episode tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking tonight about the dangers of media and social media and radio and TV and watching commercials and a lot of stuff out there that um, could be kind of polluting our brains a little bit and maybe... Uh, Taking us away from our focus and where it should be. Once again, I'm joined by my cousin Jeremy Hall. Hello. Christopher Mash. Hello. I'm Jeff Hall. Uh, we'd like to take a moment here. We had 40. Uh, we've got 44 followers now. And we want to thank every one of you. Uh, we had done a, a little bit of a buy on ourselves earlier on in our episode one, uh, but we'd like to do that again, just so you'll get to know a little bit about us and our Christian journey and kind of how we we've arrived at where we are. Jeremy, you want to begin? Uh, yeah, my name is Jeremy Hall. Um, I was in and out of the church growing up. I went to Church of Christ at a younger age, and then I went to Church of God a little bit also, so I kind of got a perspective from both ends there. And uh, I came back to the church in 2019 and got baptized on July 3rd of 2019. Awesome. Great. Good stuff, Jeremy. Chris? Uh, yeah, like Jeremy, I was I was raised in the church. I was here from my parents would bring me to our family church ever since I was little. And then I think when I started going off to college and kind of getting away from the influence, I, I, I strayed away for, for quite a while. And then uh, I think 2021 was when I came back into it. I got rebaptized by my brother and have been back and trying to grow ever since. So it's been, it, like I said, it's been in and out. I've got some different perspectives on it, but uh, I appreciate where I'm, I'm headed right now. So I like how you mentioned that, Chris, how your time out of the church maybe has given you a little bit different perspective on some things that perhaps maybe others. Oh, absolutely. I can tell you. Um, anyway, my bio, I grew up in a Christian family, two fine Christian parents. Uh, when I reached adulthood, pretty much the time I started going to college, I fell away from the body of Christ and lived outside that body for about 25 years. Uh, I came back into the church probably five, six years ago, and uh, I've been trying to do the best I can ever since then. But like Chris mentioned, um, it, it wasn't a complete loss. The good Lord waited on me, but uh, some of the experiences I had outside the body of Christ might give me a little bit of a different viewpoint at times on things. So, Makes you uh, appreciate it more. Well, that, 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 yeah, that sure, too, absolutely. You've seen, you've seen both sides. Now, I'm not suggesting... No. Straight away to test that. No, side. please no. don't. Please don't take that. It's it's a lot. Well, it's a lot easier path if you if you follow for sure um, and stay in it. That's I think I mentioned learned. before my time outside the body of Christ. I'm still making payments on that payment. Plan. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of decisions made back same, during those same, days that same, uh, same. obviously are affecting me now. Yeah. So, but that's a little bit about us. Uh, so our topic tonight is the dangers of media, and. Uh, you know as well as I do, the listeners, if you, almost any, a lot of the shows out there now are just not really fit to watch, and, and, and sometimes I think what's even worse than the shows themselves are the commercials. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the content that they have on these commercials are definitely adult. Uh, I know I have a 13-year-old daughter, and there are times I either have to mute the commercials or we've had to stop where I could have a talk with her. Because of something that was shown on these commercials, yeah. so uh, and, and and we're going to get into a lot of stuff here. We're going to kick it off with uh, music. Jeremy, should Christians listen to secular music? And when we say secular, we're talking about you know your pop, top forty kind of the radio station yeah. airplay, worldly um, music. Yeah. yeah, worldly music. Should should we be listening to 
Uh, yes and no. It's up to you, of course, but I would stay clear, you know, I would use discernment for sure, and um, I would stay clear of the music that's got all the the cussing in it, the sexual immorality in it, the drug use in it, the violence. I mean, here's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that stuff, when it gets to you, it, once it goes in your head, it's in your head it's always. <laughs> and I'll make this point, too. You made some excellent points there, Jeremy. But imagine, too, the younger generation, those who are more impressionable. They may listen to some of these lyrics in these in this music and think, you know, it's cool. It may be something that they think is they want to emulate those activities. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely I think we need to be well, careful think, what we're listening to. Chris. I mean, I think that's one of the things the devil is trying to do to us now is, is to make sin normal. It's to normalize oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. And when you hear it, it's I mean, you can't turn on the radio or, or listen to some song that doesn't. The majority of it doesn't have some kind of immorality in it. It's hard to find. But Chris, you know, also, I guess we can't really wrap ourselves in a bubble, can no. we? No. We can't, like, go hide in a, in a shack somewhere, <laughs> yeah. which I'm going to go into in a minute, because uh, we're, we're going to talk about some of the dangers of, of watching worldly movies and then some of the movies that, uh, that are supposed to be based on, on the Bible. Well, just one of the, the Bible Bible verses that, that we've read and that kind of correlates to all of it, that in my opinion, is abstain from all appearance of evil, and that is 1 Thessalonians 5.22. Again, that is abstain from all appearance of evil. Uh, that's the King James Version that I read that from. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeremy. I got one, too, if you'd like. Uh, Colossians 3.2, set your minds on things that are above and not on the things that are on the earth. And how many of those songs do you hear that are, are setting on? Are worldly? Yeah, uh, have the focus on the... Yeah. I'll uh, add a verse to that. I don't want to be excluded. <laughs> <laughs> Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely... Whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So, like you guys were saying, a lot of the stuff that we're watching on TV, and again, I'm pointing the finger right at yeah. me. Are those things I'm watching true? Are they noble? Are they just? Are they pure? And I got to tell you, a lot of them are absolutely not. Well, here's the thing, too. So, we got options, and I know we're going to talk about this. If what about Christian music that's on the radio? So, yeah, what are some dangers of that? Well, a lot of Christian music nowadays, you know, is um, not really Christian music. Is it you, any of it at all based in, like, fact? like I'm, on, there, on I'm sure there's good songs, and I'm sure there's songs that are heresy. Do you I mean, think it's misleading? Do people, some people might listen to it and think it's Christian rock, yes. so whatever I'm hearing the lyrics, yes. it must be like, a fact um, or something. So I got an example here, you know, like anything from... Bethel, Hillsong, or Elevation, eh, you want to be cautious with, you know, because they're more of a word of faith movement type church. And uh, here, here's one of the songs here. It's called Champion. It's from Bethel. Okay. When I lift my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down. I have authority Jesus has given me. When I open up my mouth, miracles start breaking out. I have authority Jesus has given me. So this guy's saying basically... 
He's an apostle now, right? Yeah, I mean, he's been given the power to perform miracles and tear walls down. And yeah, it, it, it's you know you got to be careful with the things you hear because just because something labels itself as Christian music doesn't necessarily mean it's Christian music. And there's other things you can look up and see that you know or go What's against the, the word of God. It's the wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, yeah, it and that leads you. And I think a lot of these three churches, individual people, are have you ever. If you ever get online, we get to social media. They got some really crazy things going on during service oh, and yeah. the preaching. So, if you ever seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But I would suggest just as anything, use discernment and not take everything you hear in these songs as gospel without reading it. And that's always a good reason to read your Bible. That way, you yeah, know. we always go back to that. Uh, <clears throat> when in doubt, open your Bible. Yeah. And whether it's music or Whatever it is, uh, things aren't always what they appear. We have to be very careful. No, I mean, I think part of the thing that is, as I'm trying to grow in my faith is when I'm listening to one of these songs or watching something, is, is it how it feels in, inside of me? I'll watch something or I'll see something or hear a song in particular, and I'm like, should I really be listening to this anymore? Is, it, is this really, is this bringing me closer to God or even is it leading me away and how does it make me feel towards it? It's, Do we even think about it? I, I've started to more. Because sometimes I'll just be driving down the road, the radio's on and I'm, I'm not, not maybe not even really thinking no. about it. Well, here's the thing. Say you're listening to a song and it says something that's heresy. It goes against the Bible. Should we listen to it? Well, here's what I got. When Jesus was talking to the woman in the at the well, you know, on John 4, 23 to 24, 23 to 24 but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshiper will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father is seeking such people to worship him god is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and once again truth good point so if are you really worshiping because a lot of people you know we've all seen these churches that you go to that it's more like a rock concert but they tell you like oh that's us worshiping but if you're listening to these songs, are you really worshiping when it ain't his word? So, Chris? so I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. All right, let's say I listen to these songs and we hear them all day long. Mm -hmm. What if they're not leading me astray? Should I still listen to them? Is that That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. If it's not affecting my relationship mm -hmm. with God, I mean, should I listen to it? Now, I'll, let me ask I'll this question. Okay, you say it's not leading you astray. Correct. Let's, Would you like to have Jesus sit down with you and throw in the, the CD? Would you no, listen to it with no, Jesus? No, not all. Because guess what, Chris? Jesus is with you all the time anyway. <laughs> it's very true. So. I, used, I mean, I'll be honest. I used to like rap a lot. Like, I'd And I'll be honest with you. Out. I never liked rap. And I, I, I looked I, down on Chris for even liking it. <laughs> but anyway, Thanks, go ahead, Chris. But I used to listen to it for working out and stuff. And now, like, even if you try to find something that has, like, an upbeat for that without There's good rap, language. Chris. Easy. You know tiger. what happens when you mix a country and rap? Beastie Boys. Crap. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, sorry we can't all listen to Leonard Skinner. Uh, uh, fair enough, um, but but it's just you know I've had to go away from a lot. I had to go through and like redo my whole playlist basically for and and get rid of the songs. So you made a self evaluation. That basically, yeah, yeah but but Jeremy, here's the thing too: is you read your Bible, Jeff reads your Bible. Most Christians I hear read your Bible. Here is the thing, though: what if somebody's just new to the church? Or what if somebody's been around but they hadn't really heard the word? Could these songs lead them in a different path? They yeah, I go? think it could. Therein lies the problem necessarily. Okay. 
And we're going to apply this same microscope to, to TV and movies and all that. Yeah. But I'm going to make a quick point. I think we recognize that for optimum physical health, we need to put the right things in our body, correct? Correct. We need to exercise our bodies in the correct way to, to gain strength. Well, you know. Get behind me, Satan. Our spirituality. <laughs> our spirituality is, I would, I would argue that it's very similar in that our minds are a byproduct of what we're feeding it. If we're constantly watching TV shows that show uh, immorality, premarital sex, violence, drug use, we're listening to music that kind of correlates with that. How do you know that at some level that's not kind of rubbing off on you subconsciously? Or is that the best thing we could be doing and watching? It's true. Sorry about that. Um, no, I mean, it's just, it's something, and I keep saying it, and I see it more and more now, is we've become desensitized. Desensitized, to, good to word. all of that. I can use we really have sometimes, yeah. I practice. That's why I'm, I'm going to point the camera, I mean, the, 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 the microscope, spotlight, whatever, on myself, because I hate to say it, there's some stuff that I, you know, programs that I like, movies that I like, that I don't know that I'd want... Jesus sitting down with me and, and, oh, no, and me turning those off. I, don't think I, I gotta, I gotta be completely honest on that. And what about the, the stuff that, that direct this to you? Because what about all the stuff that's targeted to kids these days? The commercials are terrible. It's crazy. These days, and they don't care who sees them. They're in these family okay. slots. They used to be like after nine o'clock or, you know, when they thought kids were in bed. Now they're like in the middle of the day. Well, I'm going to jump on that. I mentioned earlier my 13 year old daughter, how we had to stop in the middle of a commercial there, because uh, she asked me a question. This is around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. They show a TV commercial on erectile dysfunction. Hmm. It's like, what is that, Dad? Okay, is that a conversation any of you listeners want to have? No. <laughs> uh, and, and that really kind of angers me, because like Chris mentioned, used to they would maybe kind of wait till after dark. Maybe the kids were in bed. Now they don't care. They could care less. Uh, and I, I, there's something fun. I mentioned it to these guys, but uh, if you're bored at home, get your sheet of notebook paper, make three columns. One is uh, pro-Christ, one is anti-Christ, and you can have another column for neutral. But just when you see a commercial, check off the box. Was that kind of showing godly values or not? You're going to be surprised at the percentage of these commercials that are very not. I mean, they're maybe not so much. They're beyond anti-godly. It's like they're almost pro-Satan. The only Christian, and it's a radio commercial, is during football season for the Roman diocese in uh, diocese in Nashville. They do Catholic. They do a whole Titans thing. That's the only Christian commercial that I've that I've actually heard that says Christ. We're going to jump to. In a second here on movies, but like on TV shows. Take some of the most popular TV shows on the air right now. How many of those actually have, uh, are promoting marriage? How many couples in those, uh, these shows are actually married? Uh, heterosexual marriage. I, I was going to try to say that. Heterosexual, not homosexual. Um, how many TV shows do you watch regularly that have... Uh, all kinds of 
unbiblical sex, you know, outside of marriage is what I'm getting at. Just it's decent. Fornication, it's, adultery, the whole nine it's, yards. It's a, it's a norm now. It's, it's but I think that's like you, you said, don't, Satan, that's one of his... Uh, the um, more and more that I, I read and stuff about it, the more you normalize it. That's his technique, man. He's that's desensitizing it. us. It you said the not, word, it desensitize. It normal for anything. It used to not be normal to hear a cuss word on TV They're or trying radio to make it normal. Anything. Now they can say anything. And, and the, the danger, guys, if you're not talking to your kids about this, it, your kids may begin to believe that it is normal. Did you know in a, in a PG-13 movie, they can use one F-bomb as long as it's not sexual? They're allowed to Goodness. use one and keep it PG-13. That's kids, you know, 13 and under that they'll just throw that stuff Crazy. in there. What about movies? So... I guess we kind of answered that question, didn't we? Should we be watching some of these worldly movies? Probably not. Well, and, and again, and I'm not going to say you should or shouldn't. It, it, I think you just use caution and discernment in a lot of this stuff. You know, each it's kind of like when the, you offend your brother by eating meat, you know? Yeah. It's kind of that. If, if somebody's comfortable with it, then by all means, let them do it. Eventually, you know, it's up to them. It's, it's up to them. Should they be? Doesn't mean they should well, be, but it's... Unfortunately, Jeremy, one of my favorite uh, movie genres is horror movies, and uh, most of those probably are fit to watch yeah. either. Now, in saying that, I don't watch a lot of horror movies anymore. Uh, I never have watched a lot of them, though, but I, I don't like the whole everything's went into the supernatural and the demon thing, and so I kind of tend to stay away from all that. But didn't you mention, Jeremy, that you did watch a show recently that uh, was supposed to be based off of the Bible? Oh, there's several. And, of them and are, are there dangers involved with that? Much like the the music, the Christian music, how it may be spreading the wrong message. Can these movies, TV shows that are supposed to be biblical in origin, can oh, they be bad? Oh, they can be real. Take bad. off. I mean, let's let's look, look for an example here. The Shack. You that know, was a pretty popular thing, wasn't it? it? I never day, read it or saw it, but and in in, in one part of the Shack, and it's you know, just I could go on for thirty minutes of some of the stuff. Just for example, though, you know, it mentions there's no need for faith or reconciliation with God because everyone will make it to heaven. When John 3.18 tells us whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So right there alone is just one instance. But there's many. You can get if If you've never seen the movie, don't go look for it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but if you, you can stars. yeah you can give it online you know and just see all the heresies this movie has and there's a number of them. Well, we we mentioned uh, it's important to read our Bibles. Do you think that sometimes people will watch one of these movies like that and believe in it? lieu of not reading their Bible and maybe like you said perhaps think that that's uh, okay. So here's another example. and start teaching that to other people. I saw yes. the shack. Let me teach you all about it. Yes, the most popular one was from I don't know when the movie came out, The Da Vinci Code, years ago. Huh. And how many? I thought that was pretty good. How I many like people movie, has came up to me since it. then? And we'll tell you, oh, Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene. No, he wasn't. It's not biblical. Yeah, where does it say never, that? It's, it, it doesn't say it in the Bible. But you get all these things. If people believe this because it's in a movie, therefore it must be true. I, can I let you in a little secret? I read a lot. And no movie based on a book ever follows the book anyway. No. <laughs> well, I thought uh, the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston, that was right on, wasn't it? 
What about Noah? <laughs> what about the no. movie Noah? No, I'm kidding, guys. Noah. On the Charlton. Yeah. Oh, I know. But uh, <laughs> no, the, the movie Noah. I never saw it. What about? I, it? I didn't watch it either because uh, it was. Go ahead. It, it was. It was horrible. I mean, yeah. it just was. Can you be more specific? It basically took God out of the equation and made it just mm-hmm. some unbelievable yeah. story. Just it went away from the whole. Yeah, well, it was, it was horrible. Was he like, trying to save souls during the construction of the ark? And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we we can, we're going to get more into this yeah. in October. We got yeah, we got a good out, one coming up for a Halloween episode. Let's just so say that. Stay tuned for that. The fallen angels were helping Noah build the ark, and that is Sweet. nowhere around. Okay. I think we're. Uh, let's touch real quick. We got we're going to hit social media here in a second, but. Real, real quick, I know you guys are gamers. Is that a, is that the yeah. right term yeah. for you guys? Yeah. What what could be possibly wrong with some of these video games? Uh, I don't play video games. I did, but I don't. I hadn't in like well, 20 years. Here's the thing. As, um, a lot of people normally bring comic books in this too. Because I read comic books. I used to. I don't read them as much as I used to. But um, Nerd alert. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but I've had, <laughs> I've had mothers come in. <laughs> To the comic book stores, and they'd be like, "Oh, I'm trying to get my son into reading. What's a good comic book?" And somebody say, "Oh, here, grab this Spider-Man because he's friendly. You know, friendly number. Let me tell you, Spider-Man is not necessarily meant for kids nowadays. Just because it's Spider-Man doesn't mean it's kid-friendly. Just like video games, not all games are Mario. Is it easier to come up with stuff that's uh, not kid-friendly?" I mean, oh, it's yeah, it's it's, it's way harder to I'm find just, something if, that's just. That's what know, I was. I think yeah, I was trying to yeah, say. If you throw a rock just over your shoulder and hit something, it's more likely won't be kid friendly in a video game store or a comic book store. Anything nowadays you consider friendly I, for kids. I mean, I think studies have been done on some of these violent video games. And Chris used a really great word earlier: desensitized. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's going to that's going to apply through yeah. a lot of this. A lot of these kids, like say, if you're. 12, 13, even up to 16, 17, whatever. I mean, you're still, I guess, impressionable. And, and when these kids, and, and I, from what I understand, a lot of these video games are graphic. Oh, yeah. So they're they're, they're getting desensitized to murder and shooting people and killing oh, cops and all this. I mean, can that possibly be a good thing? Are you? No, there. No I have way. played video games. This is the honest to God truth. I have played video games that have gave me nightmares that I had mm-hmm. to stop playing. Not because they were scary, just because they were so violent and the things they made you do to continue. So you had this was before I was in the church. And nowadays, I would not even think about playing this game. It was so horrific. Yeah. So I think again, going back, kind of. Well, I think you said it best. Would, do you want Jesus tagging in his player too? I doubt it. <laughs> On that game? So there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, now, let's, Chris, you want to talk about social media? Well, I think it's the most dangerous thing that we've got right now. Probably it's so, and most, you're going to elaborate. Well, right? I mean, it's just, think about... How many people are on it and the access? Are we talking about Facebook or Instagram Facebook, and TikTok? Well, hold on. But be cautious of Facebook, except for Cousins for Christ. Yeah. Safe there. <laughs> well, no, and we're going like, to talk about how it can be used. Oh, for, yeah, I know. I was but, just joking. But uh, it's, it's, an, it's an avenue that reaches everyone these days. It really and, does. And the thing about it is it doesn't limit what people see on there. You have access to everything. From everything. My algorithm right now is showing a lot of dog videos 
some biblical stuff and a lot of Catholic stuff. Isn't it funny, too? I'll be talking about something oh, it picks up. near my phone or something. And next up. thing I know, there's an advertisement, <clears throat> there's an advertisement on Facebook on for that. Yep. Is that not yeah. frightening to you guys? It's, it's scary. but the, and, and there's studies shown, I don't have the numbers, that people that, that have so much uh, exposure to Facebook and Instagram, per day, Instagram every day lead higher levels of depression. Because it's almost like you're in contact technically with more people, but you've never been more alone. You're more alone. You're and isolated. You're just, and you're watching all of these other people. You'll see things on there that they'll post that aren't necessarily true. And you start comparing your life to all these others. And it's just a, it's just a Let me downward spiral. Ask this question while we're on that. Have you guys noticed the narcissistic <laughs> effect of social media? Yes. Self- what I mean by that, I don't know if these people didn't get the attention they needed growing up. Whether they need constant, and I mean constant reassurance, but how many, do I need a daily selfie? When did that even Do I need start? to see that? Or, guess what? Let's say you and whoever, you go to a nice restaurant, you're going to have a meal. Oh, time out, wait, I'm not going to start eating yet. I need to first take a picture of my food. Then I have to go on Facebook and post that picture so everybody will see just how cool I am. This narcissism... I don't know if I just didn't notice it. I don't know if it's getting worse, but it's on full display on Facebook. Well, yeah, it's it's getting worse because we got more avenues now. Back when we were growing up, you had to turn a camera around or get in front of a bathroom, and then we'd have to go get it developed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who's going to do that? The right? problem is now the mentality is Polaroids, though that was, that was <clears throat> yeah. The the mentality nowadays is is life is a movie, and I'm the star of it. Not, and all these well expectations said. that are set, that are, that are untrue, that you're supposed to be living a certain way, or this is what's going on. I mean, look all the people that are the most popular on these social media sites. You are not wrong about that. It gives us uh, things how people think we should live, and they're not obtainable. Filters for how you I look. Mean, you can look a certain way without looking. And these you. people that are on Facebook, or not necessarily Facebook, de- but on deception. Instagram... It is deception. They're not really living that way either. It's just a... Now, know. that part has never changed. That's human nature. No, People are always wanting you to think that their lives are grand, you know, Here, awesome. And, and a lot of times they're not. Yeah. They're probably just as normal or less normal. Here, here's the thing about taking pictures. I uh, used to take pictures all the time, and I'd post on Instagram. And I'd get questions like, oh, that's so pretty. Where you, where are you at? And I'd be like, uh, if I spanned out, you would see, you know... Uh, <laughs> You know, a trash dump right beside me. I might just, but right. I'm, I'm just scoping in on what's focused and what's pretty, you know, nice to look at. And I'm not spending out. If you looked over two foot, you would see trash everywhere, cars piled up everywhere. And I think you hit it right there, your focus. That picture was beautiful because of your focus. And I don't want to sit here and say that Instagram and Facebook and all these things are terrible because they, it's given us a platform to reach out to yeah. people. We had a discussion, did we not, on trying to brainstorm about what are some modern avenues that we can take advantage of to where we may be able to possibly spread the word of God? Right. And potentially Facebook could be that. So, exactly, so exactly. sorry to interrupt No, you. no, 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 it's perfect. I don't want it to be that we're just sitting here bashing it. It's just, just like the movies and the music and everything else. If you choose your focus on all the stuff that doesn't lead you towards God or strengthen your relationship or potentially lead you away from it, then then it's, yeah. you, we got to be cautious. I just think that's... Fine example, be cautious and use discernment. I want to just, for everybody out there who may be listening, and we're going to, I'm going to ask Jeremy and Chris the same question. How much time weekly 
do you spend studying your Bible? Is it more or less than the amount of time that you're either playing video games, surfing the internet, or watching TV? That's a that's a big one, guys. So what are you putting in your brain? What are you feeding your mind? Are you focused more on spiritual things all week long? Or is the spiritual end of it, the Bible study end of it, take the back seat? Well, maybe I'll grab my Bible a half hour for church yeah. or if at all. But you go, you that's go, a good, go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, if you ask me that question, I'm going to straight up tell you, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because well, I think we all only, know how we're going to answer only that. Only because oh. you are correct, sir. Yes, I do. That's read just my a Bible. real quick litmus test, right there. Shamefully, it's, it's. I'll read my Bible every day, but do I read it enough? No, okay. I do not. No. I should always read it more. And don't don't feel bad. I, I'm there yeah. with you. Tell uh, me, First Corinthians in uh, chapter fifteen, verse thirty-three. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts <clears throat> good habits. Well, could we also say that the the um, the evil company? Instead of evil company, we say these uh, TV shows, this music, these uh, the social media influences that are negative. Company is that could, that's gonna that's gonna corrupt our our good habits? Company, would it not? Company oh, yeah. could be substituted for influences, just like you said. So it's the, the point is, it's not just necessarily company. We we do become kind of a byproduct of whatever it is that we're focused on the most. And I think a lot of us we're probably more focused on whatever you know watching TV. But like Chris says, sometimes it's like. It becomes ingrained. It's a habit. Uh, this is just what I do this time of day, and we really do get desensitized. Jeremy? That is a valid point. I am sorry to tell you, as much as I read the Bible, I can quote the Prince's Bride more than I can quote <laughs> well, Scripture. And that's sad, really, but it's the truth. But it's something, at least when you recognize the problem, you can start to fix it. Yes. And, and that's the whole point of this discussion tonight is just to, to be aware of it. Uh, think about it. Think about stuff as you're, you know, when you're listening to the radio or if you're watching TV, stop and think about it. Like, is this wholesome? Is this like we read in Philippians four, chapter eight? Is this stuff that's, you know, that's noble, that's just, that's pure. And, and if it's not, well, sh should we maybe abstain from, and from watching it? Very careful to, to not assume that something just because it's got like on a cartoon network or or something he's that even. it's good for kids. No, that it, that it's a fair point. It kind of goes back to the comic books and the video games. Video game. I had a mother. I was buying a game, and a mother came up and asked if this game was okay because it was like this. The guy was like, "What?" I said, "I'd played it, and there was a really terrible part for a ten-year-old. Yes, too strong for a ten. I was like, ma'am. I was like, I know it's rated. It says you can. There's a part I wouldn't want my kid to see. So, yeah, that's." I mean, that's just, you just got to be careful yeah, with that yeah. stuff. You can't well, just assume. Even with Nintendo games, because a lot of people assume that Nintendo games, oh, they're made for kids. I made the mistake of being this way. And I bought a game one time <laughs> for my nephew, my, one of my youngest nephews, and he started playing it. And I was like, whoa, this is before I was in the church. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't play this game. And I'm not saying, just use discernment. Yeah. And you make a good point, too. Uh, as parents, you got to be pretty careful these days, and not, not pretty. You got to be real careful because I'm telling you, I don't know. There's not that much stuff out there that I would think is really wholesome for kids. Do you think it gets worse every year? To me, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of think it does. I think to me, I know that Solomon tells us there's nothing new under the sun, but I kind of feel like the basic morality level 
maybe that desensitizing factor perhaps gets maybe more worse well, every year? It's kind of like this. Well, it's you're in a certain place right here where you're desensitized. So next year follows through. How are you going to grab that audience? Yeah. you got to do something crazier right. and worse. we got to go deeper. And so you just keep going down the line. I remember no when doubt. it was a big thing when, what was that TV show? And it was like, oh, we're going to show rear ends on TV now. And, NYPD Blue. Yes. And, and look. look <laughs> don't, don't look at me. Look where we Chris has I the entire <laughs> nine seasons on DVD. So. Blue but, right. uh. look, look where we're at now, though. How they keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. So anyway, if you got any questions about maybe some negative shows, just uh, respond to Chris in the comments. He's probably watched them. So. I can give you suggestions. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, anyway, good, good. I guess that's going to be about a, a wrap. I mean, this is something tonight. that could go on for hours. But it's yeah, just... I think we made a good, some good points tonight. It's just, you know. Just suggestions. Wrap it up. Yeah, just wrap it up. Just use caution and discernment. If you feel like it's okay, then by all means, don't. Let me tell you it's not where you might eventually, like Chris told me the other day, he's like, you know, I've noticed more and more as I watch stuff, I don't feel comfortable doing it. If you start feeling uncomfortable watching it, then maybe the Holy Spirit's telling you not to watch it no more. Good point, Chris. I think you hit it on the head, discernment. I think that's... Yeah, not everything is bad, but you got to discern. And and I think just starting to think about it, kind of realize, uh, you know, it's not probably good to be watching all this stuff and uh, try to be aware of it and, and maybe try to focus more on spiritual things. Anyway, thanks, guys. Great talk. Great. Jeremy, you want to tell uh, where they can find us? Well, you can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, most of the major podcast networks. Um, also on Facebook. Oh, if you get a chance and you're on Spotify, please rate us five stars. We'd appreciate it because when you rate it five stars, it gets it out there to more people. More people can find us, and it's always helping. It's a blessing. And also, while I'm here, thank every one of you for listening. Yes, absolutely. For all the ones in Dixon, for all the ones in Nashville, for the people in Kansas, for the person that's listening in Brussels, we appreciate it. San Francisco. San Francisco, Atlanta. Georgetown, and if I'm missing your city, I apologize, but we've had a lot of listens this week and downloads. We're watching it every day. We're very proud. Of yeah, the we people that we are appreciate you. Just know that, and we're trying. Know, drop we're a trying comment, and, and uh, we'll be happy to respond. Or a subject, and yeah. we want to hear. You want to hear something? Yeah. Well, that gets back. Leave us a comment uh, on our Facebook page, wherever. Uh, we, we'd love to hear from you. And you need any the, prayers? Yeah, and for the people that have commented. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank it. you. Thank yeah. you very much. We're going to keep trying to do it, guys, and yeah. do the best we can. And as always, we're, we're trying to give God the glory and not ourselves. Yeah. Yep. You want to close with a word of prayer? Yeah, yeah. Our most gracious and loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity once again that you've given us to come here tonight to, to study your word. Lord, we pray that whatever has been said tonight, that it's in accordance with the will that much good will come from it, that it is our hope that somebody will hear this and and turn towards you, that we can broaden the borders of your kingdom, that we can give you the honor and the glory and the praise. We thank you so much for all your blessings, Lord. Be with all those uh, that are listening, Lord. Bless them, hold your hand over them, and guide them as only you know how to do. We ask all of these blessings and favors in your son's name. Amen.
Amen.